Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. Bill and Ted. Step forward. How's it going? Great ones? It's, uh, it's good to be back. What have you got to say for yourselves? Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes. Yeah. 25 years ago, Wild Stallions played a concert at the Grand Canyon. That's true. One month ago, you played the Elks Lodge in Barstow, California for 40 people, most of whom were there only because it was $2 taco night, whatever the hell that means. Yeah. yeah. We did! You were supposed to unite the world in song. According to her father, a song created by Preston Logan... That's us, dude. ...at a concert performed by everyone in the band at 7.17 p.m. at MP46. That's tonight will save reality as we know it, uniting humanity across all time. Wait, I'm sorry. What? Did you say reality as we know it? Yes! And welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week, we review the final film in the Bill and Ted trilogy that doesn't actually try to cash in on the nostalgia wave. It was 30 years in the making. It's 2020's Bill and Ted Face the Music. But first, he's the bucket-wearing blonde aging rocker to my bucket-wearing brunette aging rocker. It's James. How are you doing, James? Totally excellent, dude. And he's the inventor of bucket wearing and robot sent from the future to kill us both, but has a change of heart and just wants to dance. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? Dude, I am the master at Dance Dance Revolution. Yeah, not that you know what? That statement doesn't really shock me or probably most of our listeners because you are indeed a doorknob. I have never played Dance Dance Revolution, but I went with it anyway because uh, of the Well, intro. now you're just lying. Now, now you're you're trying to save face. I am. I am. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're done after this week, aren't we? Well, yeah. you are. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. This is the last. Yeah. Last one. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. I mean, our listeners should still try to see if we have episodes later on. I'm not saying we will, but. Just in case. Just in case. Yeah. Just, but you won't be on them wrong. case. Yeah. Because they're not, because they don't exist. Because it won't happen. Because we're done. Right. Yes, we are done. The three of us are done. Yes. How come? How come I felt like there were some air quotes involved? I I don't know. It's a uh, this is an audio show. I don't know where yeah, you're getting air sounds, quotes, dude. You have a really camera over audio. You uh-huh. have a camera. I can see it. Frank says hi. By the way, 
That's creepy. <laughs> this is totally creepy. And that's what we call a callback in the biz. Yes. That's a deep Frank, callback. What has, what has Frank been doing lately? Uh, you know what? I, I've done my best to get the fucking Rona this week. So my throat shot. Frank is, as far as I'm concerned, dead. <laughs> What's toots. happening around CBC? Toots. Is that what you said? <laughs> I did. I called you toots. Uh, what's happening around CBC this week? A uh, cat uh, is throwing up in her parents' backyard on the latest episode of Spoiler They Die Out every Thursday. Thursday. Uh, brain can- I, yeah. I, th- I think you misread that, but okay. Are you sure she threw I, up in her parents' backyard? Yeah, uh, that's I think what that I was read. just. Yeah. I think that was just a story from not what they recorded, but a story. No, I think that it has nothing to do with somebody called the eyeball killer, which is creepy as fuck. Uh, instead, we're going with cat throwing up in her parents' backyard because that's just funny shit. Ha ha cat. Good job. Ha, ha, uh, on phobia, things get a little contentious as the controversy rages on about the uh, <laughs> proper way to fucking do a goddamn squat. Uh, I don't even... Like guys, if you want if you want some podcast gold, that's it right there. Uh, Jimmy Cream uh, and and Jimmy uh, try to cover the nuances of squat depth, despite it being a rabbit hole of a topic. That's, that's something I I would have never guessed until I listened to the latest episode of Ketobophobia. Uh, CreativeBrainCandy.com. Click Ketobophobia. Uh, simply Stogies. There's a lot of stuff going on. Like I said, I tried to get my best to get the Rona. I dinged one. Th- Thousand cigars in my collection. <laughs> Hoarder. <coughs> oh, and excuse you. And, excuse you. Uh, yeah. Me. So there's going to be some, some more reviews. Yeah, I'm getting some now. Up oh, on simplystogies.com. Check that out. Uh, as well as new episodes coming out. May even be a bonus episode. Normally they release on the first and the fifteenth, but you never know. So keep a lookout there. Eyes forward. March will have a new one coming out. And Bad Gamers Anonymous being bad. Gamers and not, I don't think they know what anonymous means since Kat and Caden gave everyone their names. They're playing a game called something about a plague. I don't even know. A plague tale innocence. It's actually a plague tale colon innocence. And when asked what the game was about, I was told it's about a plague. That's in your colon? Uh, Also... I, I in, in in their colon, yes, sir. Uh, also, colon uh, sad news this week. <clears throat> uh, everybody, this is the last episode of Saddest that Rob will be a part of. Uh, so, tune in next week to see if we're here. Uh, but we might uh, might not be. I mean, we will be, but Rob won't. What I mean, Rob, is we're not. It's done after this. this is what I mean. I'm sorry. I was looking up a Plague Tale. That's fine. It's an action-adventure horror stealth game developed by a Sobo studio. This isn't Bad Gamers Anonymous. Oh, no, but I just thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah, no, I appreciate your research on the fly because it's the last one that you might ever do. I figured I'd... uh, Hopefully. I figured I'd... um, you know, audition for bring BGA. all the no. I'm bringing all all the stops. I'm you should them all you out. should audition for BGA. They need two new co-hosts. I'll tell you what. Go to creativebraincandy.com. Click the apply button, Rob. Okay. Uh, and I can. I, I it'll be my privilege, my honor to tell you thanks, but no thanks. We're looking for podcast gold. 
Well, that's weird because I just went there and I went ahead and said, uh, hey, let Rob host his last episode. <laughs> yeah, that one's going to get lost in the mail. Oh, yep. damn. Yep. Sorry. That's it. That's all that's going on around CBC. I think, ooh, ooh, you know what? We're going to have some, we're going to have a big announcement coming up the first of October. Big announcement. It is a super double secret announcement. I can't tell you any more than that. Although I will say this get ready to salute. The captain is coming. And that'll actually be uh, released on the 30th of September, the day before the 1st of October. But be ready for that announcement. Why is it going to be on the 30th? Because that's when Saddus comes out, which is weird seeing as we got were canceled after. This oh, that's right. Wednesday. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Rob's canceled after this week. So yeah. Be, uh, right. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Rob, <laughs> you got any news for us this week? I do. I have all kinds of news. So, uh, first news, um, the Justice League Snyder Cut uh, got a new title. Um, Wait, this is what you're leading with? Yes, because I thought this was, like, so stupid. Not stupid, just, you know... Un- right again. This creative. is what you're leading with. Why wouldn't this be like? Why wouldn't this be at the end when nobody gives a shit and they just want you to shut up? Look, dude, bar low, <sighs> then reach for it. Anyway, Justice League Snyder cut. It's going to be called Justice League: The Director's Cut. Woo! But he wasn't the director. I know. That's that's what I can't quite figure out. It's, <laughs> he started as the director and then he left. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean for the, yeah, I mean, valid yeah. reasons, definitely, but. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so it's Justice League, the director's cut, um, and in parentheses, I wasn't really the the director, so if you call it the Snyder cut, that's fine too. (laughs) I don't think that's the actual title, but okay. Oh, uh, dude, I've got Photoshop, I'll make it happen. Implied subtitle. Yeah, (laughs) implied subtitle. Yeah. All right, so also... Uh, apparently there is a report out there that um, Pedro Pascal, uh, f- the Mandalorian, <laughs> I saw this. quit halfway through season two. <laughs> no shit. Okay, wait, wait. Yeah. Supposedly he got, he got yeah. pissed off because he wanted to take his helmet off um, yep. in more and scenes and they wouldn't they said, let him. No, absolutely no. fucking not. Right. <laughs> and he goes, and, and he's like, I don't like this, blah, da, 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 and Lucasfilm and the team was like, you know what? You should just go. Right. And apparently he did. He did. Uh, So what he did was he went to Disney first. He's like, I want to, I want to show my face. No, no, no. He went to the, he went to the directors and the writers first and said, I want to show my face. And they said, no. Who's a giant douche nozzle. I mean, who wears a fucking hat like that? Get the fuck out of here. Uh, you and that fucking hat. I don't oh know what you're fucking a douchebag. God. He's just a douchebag. Like, what do you want from me? Okay. They like, uh. anyway, so he said no. So he went to the writers and the writers are like, no, it's like that, no. Mandalorians don't take their fucking helmet you know, off. And you got to think that that was in the contract when he was like, hey, look, oh, you're I'm playing sure the was. Mandalorian. FYI, you have a helmet on the entire time. I don't think he thought it was going to be this big. So once the writers told him no, he went to Lucas. Because Disney basically shot him down. So he went to Lucasfilm and he's like, this is what I want. Can you guys back me up? And they're like, mm, "Just why don't you just pound sand? And so sand, he did pound. 
Now, has this been actually confirmed no. that he left the no, show? It hasn't, it hasn't been confirmed, uh, and but his- it's coming from somebody that has a good uh, track record when it comes to inside scoop. Okay, yeah, is this the same fucker that said no, that they're getting no, rid no, of no. Kathleen Kennedy? <laughs> no, no, different. This is a different fucker. Yeah, so apparently his, different fucker. his Twitter account is still retweeting things for The Mandalorian. Uh, he's still promoting The Mandalorian. So if this is true... Like, I have a hard time believing it. It's fun to speculate because that would mean that, yes, like, there's nothing that Star Wars can do right anymore. Like, there's just not. Like, we should just, can we just let the franchise sleep? I don't want to say let it die because I love the franchise, even though the movies have been shit. The Mandalorian is the only thing in the last 20 years that has been actually any good. Uh, Can we just let it sleep for a while? What I I think is put it on ice. Yeah. What I think is funny is the fact that, you know, he's throwing a big old hissy fit and it can be any actor underneath that helmet. It's not like he has a whole lot of lines. Well, th- they took right. his helmet off last season. Nah, all you saw was the back of the head. It could have been anybody. Oh, no, you saw the front of the head. No, you never yes, saw you his did. face. Mm, you know, what? when he was laying down bleeding out and what's the, the droid was going to uh, fix him up. They took off his helmet. You could see his face. No, I don't think you could. Number one, number two, I'd say let's just wait because we're getting ready. If we were to continue to go on with this show, which sadly we're not, Rob, but if we were, we were getting ready to look at the Mandalorian season one as we ramped up into Mandalorian season two uh, for smoking and drinking in space, which is now canceled, Rob. So don't show. Oh, up that's right. They did show his face. I forgot. I so just we'll, found. We'll, I'm, I just I'm sorry. Found the, uh, you two were. Questioning me, doubting me. Yes, we oh, yeah. were. One hundred percent. We were all the questioning time. you and doubting you. Everything that Completely. comes out of your mouth. Yeah. Like I just Completely. question you. Like when Rob talks, it's like, well, he's just wrong. I don't question it. I just know he's wrong. There's not a question. With you, at least, there's a question. <laughs> Maybe his his argument was, look, I already showed my face. I've broken my vow. It's okay. I think maybe, it's- but that's still stupid. I think yeah. it's dumb because Mandalorians do take off their fucking helmet. They have to bathe. They have to eat. They have to drink. They don't take they their don't helmet take it, off in front of people. They don't take their helmet off in front of people. They could have plenty of scenes where he's alone taking off his fucking helmet. But he'll never be alone. He has to play daddy to the child. I'm sorry, baby Yoda. Well, and he's been and alone before. This, this Look, the Mandalorians just turn it into a shit show anyway because what's her face? The hot one. The hot chick that could beat the shit out of me because she's uh, Gina be Carino. Yeah. Oh, she's so hot. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Yeah. She pissed off a bunch of uh, people because in her pronouns, uh, like, oh, she won't. Yeah. 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 She bullshit. won't put her pronouns down. Yeah. Well, no, she put down beep, bop, boop, which is, yeah. you know, R2D2. That's what R2. So that's what she put. Ha ha. It's funny. She didn't mean anything by it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, cancel well, culture she, got a hold of it, and they're like, uh, "No, you them. can't do that." Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. well, no, yeah, it's because it was also because she was getting constantly harassed for not putting something down. So she finally decided to put something down. My uh, pronouns, just so everyone is aware, is "fuck you." Uh, you're supposed to have three. There's an exclamation point at the end. That's Perfect. the third. Yep. Awesome. Speaking of third, uh, my third uh, news is um, She-Hulk has been cast. It is uh, Tatiana Maslany. Ma- Maslany. Um, yeah. Want to try that again? Yeah. No, that's I don't know. Ma- Maslany. Ma- Ma- Maslany. Ma- Mas- Maslany. 
I don't know. I'm asking. I don't know. I'm trying uh, to help you out. Dude, she <laughs> was the like actress. struggling. She was the actress for uh, Orphan Black. She was the, the clone multiple person. Wait, she's She-Hulk? Yeah, apparently. Okay, She's been casted as uh, She-Hulk. She has been casted as, I'm assuming it's going to be the, uh, well, no. I mean, all I got to do is color her green. Um, but yeah. No, that's not, the, look, the She-Hulk, look, okay. She's an attractive woman, but she's not She-Hulk attractive. She-Hulk's supposed to be a fucking model. Maybe, maybe they're gonna do the Mark Ruffalo CGI type of deal. Well, the, the, for the She-Hulk portion, I'm sure they are. She's just playing yeah. the. But She-Hulk was always She-Hulk, right? She-Hulk was yeah. always She-Hulk. Yeah, yeah. So maybe they're CGIing the whole thing and just using her likeness. Well, they're I gonna mean, have to CGI the whole thing. That's fine. I mean, but I wouldn't throw her, her face, out of bed like, for eating crackers. Even if crackers was your dog. Well, see, my dog stays in. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, that's more information than I ever needed. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's a good casting choice, but I will say this, that I, I questioned Heath Ledger's casting choice, uh, as, as the Joker and I was fully proven wrong. So take that for whatever it's worth. I do not get paid to be a casting director. Uh, just my vision for She-Hulk is not orphan black. Who is it? I don't know. I, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to really, I'd have to put some thought into that. And I, it's not something that I'm super excited about to begin with. Great. How about a pod crawl? That all you had this wait, week? Wait. There was nothing that, about life on three. Venus again? No, screw life on Venus. It's possible. We don't know. But the Russians are claiming Venus. There's nothing on yeah, that. Russians. Congratulations. It's theirs. Congratulations. I mean, look, if you're gonna if you're gonna claim a planet in the solar system and you're Russia, like you could have done better than fucking Venus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, Putin rides around shirtless on a fucking horse. At least be like fucking Neptune or something, like a strong name Neptune. But Venus? Sounds too much like penis. I'm your Venus. I'm your Okay, we can't do that. That's a copy. And on that terrible disappointment, don't forget, folks, that next week, status is canceled. <laughs> yep. Who's ready Perfect. for a pod crawl? Man. <laughs> yes. Let's do it. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. The film opens with a wedding scene and Bill and Ted are setting up for their musical performance. We know this is make-believe because it's 2020 and nobody is wearing a mask and avoiding each other like their typhoid Mary. Bill and Ted have developed an eclectic sound over the years, combining the worst of the worst sound-making instruments known to man, the didgeridoo, the theremin, throat singing, and the bane of all musical existence, the bagpipes. The only thing that could have made it worse would be to add an accordion. It's Ted's little brother's wedding, and he's marrying none other than his former stepmom, Missy. After the wedding, BNT start to evaluate their life choices. They haven't written the song that unites the world, despite what the end credits from Bogus Journey told us, and they are both in full-on midlife crisis mode, including couples therapy. They long for the days when they zoomed through time and space, and had potential, but they get a break when Rufus's daughter, Kelly, comes by in a space-time egg to drag them back to the future. BNT meet the council, and the head of the council, who also happens to be Kelly's mom, tell BNT they have until 717 to write their song and save the universe. No pressure. 
Bill and Ted freak the fuck out and hijack an old-school phone booth <laughs> so they can go to the future and plagiarize themselves. They head two years into the future and meet themselves playing a in a cozy restaurant bar venue where they learn they are huge losers that never managed to write the song, their wives left them, and their daughters, oh yeah, they have daughters, won't speak to them. In true Bill and Ted fashion, they figure they just didn't go far enough into the future, so they head to 2025 to find themselves impersonating the Rolling Stones in Dave Grohl's house. Back in the far future, the council has decided that maybe the future can be saved if Bill and Ted are murdered by an Apple-inspired death bot, and Kelly heads to San Dimas's <laughs> present to warn BNT, where their daughters take the time egg to start forming a band of famous historical music artists. After having their plans foiled, has been BNT try and kill BNT, so Bill and Ted do the only thing they can think of to escape, they pull a rob, put buckets on their heads, and fall out of a window. <laughs> the death bot arrives just as they jump to 2067, which adds to 69, heck, and the bot disintegrates Ted's dad. Bill and Ted meet themselves in the future again, in prison this time as they took the rap for breaking into Grohl's house, and they head even further to the future to find themselves in a retirement home. The geriatric B and T tell them they have written the song, and hand them a flash drive with the goods. Bill and Ted head back to the phone booth, but their geriatric wives stole it to go on a time travel romp of their own. The deathbot catches up to them, and suddenly doesn't want to deathbot them, but they insist after learning he deathbotted Ted's dad, their daughters, and a bunch of historic musicians. The deathbot, unable to live with his killing ways, disintegrates himself, and BNT tag along for the ride. They all head to hell, where BNT catch up with the others the deathbot killed, and then look up old band mate Death to get them back to the land of the living. Death isn't happy with Bill and Ted after a falling out over lawsuits and solo careers, you know, typical band shit, but they all hug it out and reunite for that tasty tour money. Death brings them back to the present Sandemus where things are falling apart quickly. Bill and Ted still don't have a song, but they realize it wasn't they who were prophesized to write it, it was their daughters. While their daughters set the stage in the middle of a highway, B and T create infinite copies of themselves to hand out instruments to the entire world. The concert starts, the daughters lead the band of virtuosos into the set, the world plays along, Bill and Ted get to guitar solo, the universe is repaired, and roll its one big happy we are the world meets kindergarten music class credits. Alright, so we are finally done with uh, the Bill and Ted trilogy. Thank God. Yeah, and we landed on a flat note. Really? Oh, good. I'm yeah. glad I wasn't the only I one that thought I thought this that. was the best of the three movies. This wow. was the weakest of the three. Like, honestly, so? 100%. So? Yeah. It was just, it, it was lame and recycled. Now, I, look, I enjoyed it. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. So don't everybody come at me and be like, you fucking hate everything. I didn't hate it. I thought it was fun. I thought it was fine. I thought it was okay. It was not Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. And it was certainly not Bill and Ted's bogus journey. It just my, wasn't. My My biggest issue was that it seemed like it was a bunch of lines just thrown together yeah it, there, it was very it was very okay we're done here now what do we do i um, i feel like lucas was writing this oh come as on he was, as he was directing it i really do it was just it, it was it was felt disjointed it was like okay hold on let's make the let's make them have daughters okay but then we're gonna have the daughters save the day okay but the movie's still going to revolve around Bill and Ted. Okay. But don't forget, the daughters are going to save the day. Okay. But why? Well, because Bill and Ted are dumb. Okay. Well, that was the whole joke of the first two. And their daughters aren't dumb. Oh, no. Their daughters are kind of dumb. 
but yeah. they're really smart when it comes to music. Oh. They really they they didn't have to be dumb, right? They, I mean, yeah, that that was the biggest thing. Uh, that was the biggest thing I didn't like about those two. Okay, so was what made you think they were dumb? The okay, so for one, they didn't need to be Bill and Ted Jr. They didn't need yeah, to lower their dumb. voices and and have the same mannerisms and the same um, stuff that Bill and Ted have. Right. You know, uh, you know, the the uh, Ted's daughter was trying really hard to act like Ted. And I think that uh, was intentional. I think they idolized well, sure their Well, yes, it was intentional and for the they, movie. They took yes. on their mannerisms. I no, I didn't think it uh yeah. No. It, it was unnecessary. Yeah. Just make them really smart when it comes to music and have their dads be like, no, no, no. Like always talking down to them. No, you don't understand. We're the chosen two. Like we're supposed to, we're supposed to do this. And then all of a they sudden. Because were. they were really yeah. smart. They were really smart when it came to music. I mean, every right. time they talked about music, it was really smart. But then the girl's talking like this and has the mannerisms of Ted. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh dude. Oh, dude. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it was just, yeah. it felt, dude. if that part felt really forced it did. and then it was like it just them in general felt really forced because it's like all right so they're going to really be the protagonists of the movie because they're the ones who saved the day not bill and ted but we're really going to focus the entire movie on bill and ted and their daughters are just secondary even though they're really the protagonists it's all about mm, bill and ted they weren't really the protagonists Bill and Ted but were still were. the protagonists. So this movie revolved around uh, Bill and Ted coming to a realization that, yeah, they're the they're they're still the chosen ones. They're still the ones that got everything together, uh, got everybody back together. Uh, they they made the concert happen. It's just they for their entire lives they had been trying to do things just by themselves. I mean that was that was one of the points of the whole couples therapy was. Even in couples therapy, they're doing it together. They're 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 codependent upon one another on a level like no other codependency ever. And so they had to realize that it's not just them. They need outside support. They need to they need to reach out and and get help sometimes. Wow. Okay. So you're really digging for something. It's a Bill and Ted movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's, you're just you're digging for stuff that's not there. And it was chock fucking full of nostalgia bullshit like rufus was in the movie the fucking okay, time that, machine was the phone booth was in the movie rufus fucking, like, being in the movie was a uh it was a nod towards uh george carlin that's also why kelly was named kelly in the movie because george carlin's actual daughter is named kelly carlin yeah i don't like that actress by the way i she don't annoyed, either she I annoys the not, hell out of yeah me. not a, not a fan of hers yeah Okay. Yeah. That that was a poor cast. I I wouldn't cast her in anything though. So what the fuck do I know? Uh it was just the whole movie it just felt really weird and forced and there were I don't know the fucking Rob robot like really? Like we're getting rid of Rob next, next week. I mean the, we're canceling the show next week. I why are we throwing in a robot? Like it's just ugh, dumb. And then all of a sudden there's a prophecy. No, it's before, how is there a fucking prophecy when you can time travel? When you can time travel, you know what's happened in the past because you fucking go there. There's no fucking prophecy. 
You know the event that happens that makes the future what it is. It's the fucking dumbest shit ever. That's George Lucas level fuck. Oh, so you're going to fucking pick apart the timeline in this movie and you're not going to do it in the previous two movies? Nope, because those were turn your brain off, have fun movies. Oh, okay. So this isn't a turn your brain off, have fun movie either. It was just, look, there are some movies where you could turn your brain off and then there are other movies where you're like, you try to turn your brain off, but I'm not, I'm not Rob Dumb. So I can't sit there and go, wait, why is it a prophecy all of a sudden and be okay with it like Rob can? Because Rob's like, my name's Rob. Thanks, man. Hey, you're welcome, buddy. That hurt. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) some of that they they kind of tried to explain uh, with uh, what's his face who I I didn't. One of the things that I did not like about the movie was, uh, what is his name? Kid Cuddy? Yeah, Kid Cuddy. I didn't like that character. I know he was playing That's not himself, a character. but yeah. um, he was playing, you know, himself as some sort of cosmic being, right? I don't know who Kid Cudi is. He's a he's a rapper. rapper. Yeah, no idea. Who? Kid yep. Cudi. I yep. he, I don't know. Still don't know. I don't. I haven't listened to like any of this gonna, stuff either. Like Chance the Rapper. Then I would have been like, ah, oh, it's Chance the Rapper. He's a rapper. It's in his fucking name. So you're not a rapper unless it's in your name. I won't know you're a rapper unless it's in your name <laughs> or you give your, or you give yourself a fake title like doctor, Dr. Dre. I know he's a rapper. What about Ice T? You know, he's well, a rapper or was a rapper. I know he says so is Ice Felicia. Cube. Look, yeah, look, 80s, 90s uh, rap. I'm all right with. Oh, look, okay. Like, anything, so it's all that anything, newfangled stuff. Anything after Eminem, you can just get the fuck off my lawn. I don't know. I don't know shit. <laughs> so what you're saying is Eminem should have been in this. Yes. I would have been like, fuck, it's Eminem. That would have been fantastic. Like, yes, you are a historical figure. And so is your mom's fucking spaghetti sauce. But not fucking. I don't kid fucking Cuddy who. And I only know Chance the Rapper because he's done Sprite commercials. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I don't fucking know any of this shit. So. Like, here's the thing. If they would have, like, like Jimi Hendrix, fantastic. Louis Armstrong, fantastic. But if you're trying to put together a rock band, which is essentially what they're trying to do, where's Jimmy Page? No, no you got to go get a caveman. Or, I'm no, sorry, cavewoman. Where, where, where's, where's James Hetfield? Where's Lars Ulrich? Where's... A whole plethora of bands. I'm I'm glad Dave Grohl was well, in the band or, um, or in the movie. That's I'm going to say that Jimi Hendrix is probably a little more iconic than James Hetfield and Lars Ulrich. You might want to you might want to double check those stats, man. I'm going to say Metallica that Jimi Hendrix is, is definitely one of a better the, guitar player than than James Hetfield. Oh well, and for I'm going to sure, say that Jimi Hendrix is much more iconic. I was okay with Jimi Hendrix. I was okay with Louis Armstrong. I'm just saying then you should probably get the the, the top uh, selling rock artists of all time, which is Metallica. They, they uh, weren't looking for rock artist sales. They weren't looking for marketing artists. They were looking for music artists that were historic and, and groundbreaking for their time. Yeah, because if they would have gotten, okay, that's gotten just the people. No, it's well, not they Metallica. Gotten people from the present. They don't it need is. a time machine. Okay, your fucking raging hard on for Metallica is clouding your judgment here. Raging. 
I'm just saying they're the number. They're the top selling rock band. They don't of all care. Time. They've outsold Jimi Hendrix. So, well, then they could have gone to Zeppelin. Beyonce at that point because she's sold more shit than Metallica has. I, he doesn't know who Beyonce I, is. I don't um, know who that is. So, wait, no, I gonna... do. She was in In Vogue, wasn't she? Mm, yeah, sure. Okay, sure. no, she wasn't in, in Vogue. That was the name of her very first band, In Vogue. No, no Destiny's Child. Destiny's Child. Wait, who's wow. in In Vogue then? Jesus fucking Christ! Oh my God. <laughs> Go back, go back to the old folks' home that you that we got you out of. Jeez. So, so I I do like I will uh, I want to I want to say that there is one thing that I did like about this this movie. I like that they well that and I like that they kept up with their with their their bit and having brand new princesses for every movie. Yeah, that was fun. That was kind of like uh, what they do in in the vacation movies, where they have a different Audrey and Rusty every movie. Yeah, so it's been three or six, I guess, six different actresses that have played the princesses in the three different movies. So, and these princesses, they were the better looking ones of all of them. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think they were super hot. Uh, no, I think the original princesses were pretty hot. No, there. No. I can't find pictures of them, so therefore they're not as hot oh as you would think. Wow. So Monique from Better Off Dead, look that up. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm just saying that I would prefer the two new ones uh, over the four old ones. Okay. I'm not saying that the the four old ones weren't hot. Monique from Better Off Dead was a smoke show. But but you can't so like one of the new princesses because they were on Glee. It goes against your your that's your where I rule. saw her. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, no, you're, yeah, that's a yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. But uh, she wasn't nearly as annoying in this movie as she was in Glee, so I'm going to give her a pass. Plus, there was no social justice warrior bullshit like there is with uh, Melissa Benoit or Benoist or whatever the fuck her name is. We lost all our uh, Glee fans. We had okay. Glee, we, we had fans. Yeah. Well. Well, we did. We had one. We had one. Wow. Well. Sorry. They're they're not going to listen anymore since the show's been canceled. Yeah, and I'm not on it. Well, you should probably just tune in, you know, for the next show and find out for sure, everybody. Because yeah, we'll be here, but Rob won't. No, we probably no. have show's like canceled. two fans, like uh, Wild Stallions did, Bob and Jeez. Wendy. <laughs> uh, uh, I like the I like death. A lot. I liked what they did with death and the uh, the whole band breakup and suing him and restraining order. <laughs> Is this two in your face? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the fact uh, that he tried to sue for Wild Stallions. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty good. The movie's not bad. Is it worth twenty dollars to watch it before you can rent it for five? No, absolutely, one hundred percent not. I, but. I disagree because right now it's not in theaters where I'm located or it's not, at least not in the local theater that I, I normally attend. So, but if it were in the theater, I would, you know, pay to buy a ticket. I would grab snacks okay. at the theater. So I would yeah, spend about 20 bucks anyway oh, for to sure. watch the movie what, what? in the theater. No, I, I wouldn't. Dis- I don't disagree I go- with that. I go all. to the matinees, so it's like six bucks, and we don't get anything. 
Well, that's because you're a cheap ass. No, number one, number two, I, I would do the Dude, same. Dude, I thing. got five. I've got five people in my family. It gets expensive hey, if I start eating wanted, popcorn. You, look, you're the one who just wanted an instant family. Okay, instant rice no, family. Get it right. Down. Jesus, would you stop with that? God, I can't wait for next week. Uh, all, all, I'm, all I'm saying is I wouldn't go see this in the theater, period. Why? Uh, because, I, I, number one, I wasn't that excited about it. My bar was pretty low for this movie, and it still didn't hit it. Uh, it's not, like I said, it's not a bad movie. It's just, so, I don't so it's like it's listening good. to Satis. Uh, <laughs> low, no, low bar, never hit it. You always somehow find a way to bring to that really, bar lower. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't the bar is in Middle Earth at this point. I don't like it's that's Middle how Earth. yeah, like wow. yeah, it's cool. No, it's not cool. It's actually it's it's a little sad sometimes. Uh, but this movie's not one that I was gonna go see in the theater anyway, because I was just like, eh. eh. It should have just ended with Bogus Journey. Bogus Journey ended it on a great note. Like these were the guys that that saved the world. Like the they they did what they were supposed to do. They have two kids, Bill and Ted, not Billy and Thea, and then it's just it, it's just stupid. It's just it was a it, it's a useless movie that doesn't serve a purpose in the franchise other than to introduce your introduce the two new characters, which is their daughters, which doesn't serve a purpose because there's not going to be another one. So I don't because this one they really did. They're like, oh no, this is it. You've done it. You saved space and time. Congratulations. So yeah, what I don't they, see how they can break the uh, the world again. I mean, yeah. So it's just it's done. It's over with. I, it, and there was no reason for this movie. I'm look. Well, I'm very glad they did the, it. I like to see. I like to see fan Keanu. Base. That was the no. Reason. I like to see Keanu and what's his face back together. Yeah, I like Alex except Warner. except um, they really should have allowed Keanu to keep his uh, facial hair. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a. <laughs> yeah, he looks Whoa. like a. Yeah. Because yeah. doing doing like the facial expression he had when he was younger doing Ted, it worked. It was okay. Older man, it looks like his upper lip goes on for miles. <laughs> Jesus, it's it it did. He it, does it, look it better weird. with facial hair. He does. No, he, he just does. Yeah, dude, he is breathtaking with well, facial. You know hair. what it is? I think maybe we're just used to seeing him with facial hair because he's maybe had it, it is. for so long. Yeah, yeah. So. At least at least he got. To, he didn't have to cut his hair. You know, he's he still had that whole uh, long hair John thing Wick. going on. Yeah, he's got yeah. the whole John Wick look. But he looks too menacing with facial hair. I mean, he looks That's like a very yeah. hard, serious <laughs> man with facial hair. That is absolutely the opposite of what Ted is. Man, and I, yeah, you know, no, but I'm, where was where was Ted's or where was Bill's dad? He was Did there. He, he was at the something? wedding. He was at the wedding. No, no, no. Ted's dad. It was, was Ted's dad. Where's Bill's I thought dad. Bill's dad was at the wedding too. I no, thought they it was just Ted. Just dad. cut to him for just a second. I no, didn't see him at all. I, like I was looking him. for him. Yeah. So I would. That's. I was disappointed in that. Missy though. Not for an old lady. Whatever. Yeah. Well, Ted's yeah. brother Missy, seems Missy. to seems to think oh, it's okay. Freaky deaky. <laughs> Wait, is that Ted's brother? Yeah, that was Ted's. No, that was uh, no, Ted's younger brother, Deacon. Oh, no, that'd be Ted's uh, uncle. <laughs> yeah yeah that was that Father? was hilarious yeah that was pretty funny like my like my dad's his own son so so i was going to I, I was actually going to try to figure all that out but i am so glad the movie did it for me 
Right? Uh, yeah. I was, so, I was I gonna don't sit, have confidence I was, you would have been able to figure that out. Oh, I was going to sit down and I was going to figure it out. And I was going to figure it out so well that I was going to put it in a the damn haiku. Oh, my God. I could just <laughs> see was, Rob was trying going to figure to that haiku. out. He's got fucking pictures and, and red <laughs> yarn <laughs> all over his red wall. Red yarn. <laughs> <laughs> all over the wall, man. It'd, it'd be going from one side of the room to the other. You know, there, there's threads you got to pull on these things oh to figure God. this out. You yeah, know, that so tree was, doesn't have branches. That's for damn sure. I, I was, I was disappointed that uh, uh, that Bill's dad wasn't there. But it was fun to see Missy marrying somebody. It answered my question right away in the very first scene. Who she was gonna, who she was gonna be with this time. So, yeah, no, they, like they did good jobs with what they had to work with. I just think that the story was not good. And see, I think the story was better written than the other two movies stories. I thought that the, I thought the pacing was better in this movie than either of the previous two movies. The, it looked tons better than the previous two movies. No, no. See, I know that, that, uh, that those pipelines were faked and CGI because they don't look near as good as they did. 20 years ago. What? I, huh? Are you fucking blind? Are you high? No, I'm just saying the, the C, the CGI from, from before was a lot better. Okay. So not really. I'm just, since uh, Rob has obviously suffered traumatic look, I head was injuries. On my, <laughs> I was on a nostalgia train. Okay. I mean, they had, see, okay, you know what they should have done, and that would have been kind of interesting, is, you know, newfangled egg, newfangled uh, pipes. You get into the old busted uh, thing, and you have to use the backwater pipes through time. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you don't write movies. So... Well, you notice whenever they got in the the old-style phone booth that it had a little bit of a problem going through the, the newer pipes, right? Seemed a little yeah, old and busted. Around. I, yeah. I I don't think it had problems going through the pipes. It had just problems steering. That would be going through the pipes. Yeah, that that's exactly what it is, Rob. Okay, moving on. Uh, <laughs> it hurts. No, it, it does. Sometimes. I don't even know where to go. Is it next week yet? Because for fuck's sake. Final thoughts. Is it is it next week yet? Wow, <laughs> it's not next week yet. I enjoyed the movie. I thought it looked really good. I thought the the writing was tighter than the previous two movies. Uh, I thought the pacing okay. was better. I thought, yeah, look, I thought the, the A and looks- B stories worked well together because they combined at the end and they were synergistic. Okay, stop using business words. Nobody gives a shit. Look, the movie is good. Is is it great? No. Is it better than the first two? No. But there does have some. It does have some good good things it does have some bad things i think the story's weak i think that the music man when you're doing a fucking show about music and you're doing a movie that revolves around music can we have some fucking music like i don't i don't remember they had plenty of music i don't remember any good music i don't remember any 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 kind of songs being played where i was like oh i know that song okay so weezer is on the soundtrack Uh, okay weezer is not a fucking uh no who Okay, Who? so it's not fucking music from the 90s. You're right. I mean, Weezer is probably the closest. Uh, yeah, Weezer sucks. Lamb of God was a 90s band that was in the music or in the on the. I didn't even hear that. How did I miss Lamb of God? I don't know. Huh. 
All right. Well, whatever. Like I'm glad. Like Dave Grohl made them made made a great appearance. That yeah, was fun. I, th- I liked Dave Grohl's cameo. I thought that was yeah. fun. But there was just there wasn't enough of it for me, and I just the whole movie I kept going. Eh. I wish it was better. I really wished it was better. Uh, the I, it has it had potential. I hope there's not another one. Let's not cash in on the Bill and Ted franchise anymore. No, I think they, uh, I think this was a good bookend. Yeah. Like that's just end it. Good job. It wasn't terrible, but again, weakest of the three. And typically, when you're talking about a, a trilogy, the last one is the the, the, the middle one that the worst really, one. Yeah. yeah, the the last one's the one you're like, yeah, that was that was awesome. Not with this. It was okay. It was good. It's not worth twenty bucks. Wait to rent it. I think it's worth twenty bucks, especially now that uh, you know there's hardly any movies in theaters. I see. Okay. Are you saying that because there's hardly any movies in theaters yeah. or are you saying it because you honestly like thought it was worth the $20 type well, of deal? You, you know, I, okay, like so, I said, if this had been in theaters, I would have gone out and watched it at theaters and I would have spent 20 bucks on tickets. And and would, you, would you have had the same reaction as you have now or would yeah. you would have said, man, that was a waste of, of my no, I would have had to, in fact, I want to see it on the big screen if man and and you know distributors would be smart to do this. I want to see it re-released next year whenever everything is, you know, somewhat back to normal and people are going to see movies again because there's going to be a gap between movies that were made and then released on video on demand and the movies that were paused for the 9 to 12 to however many months that we've got this fucking virus going on. They're going to need something well, to 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 fill that screen time between uh, the movies getting back into production. So yeah, I would like to see movies like anytime. I would like no. to see movies like no. uh, Bill and Ted's uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music and Tenet and all of those uh, movies that were originally slated to release this year re-released well, back did in release theaters. and it didn't do real well. I in know theaters. because nobody's going to theaters. Okay, so so you'd like to see what would happen. I, I, I want to see these. Dead. I want to see these re-released and and be able to see it on the big screen. I'd rather watch it at home. I really would. I have no yeah. desire to go to a theater. None. Okay. Overpriced. Some people don't popcorn, like theaters. Overpriced soda. Overpriced candy. I have. I, I have no desire. Yeah. Fuck theaters. I one. Number enjoy two. The theater Wasn't experience. this supposed to come out at the same time as? Uh, as uh, the Matrix or some shit, wasn't there? Weren't there two Keanu Reeves movies that had? Yeah, it was, yeah, John this one in the Matrix. Uh, yeah, the Matrix. Was Matrix one of them. And that, no, uh, yes, it was Bill and Ted. And okay, so it wasn't this. It's John Wick the, in the Matrix. Okay, okay, so it was Matrix and John Wick. It wasn't this. That's yeah. No, this was this was always slated to release this year. Hmm. The John Wick day was for twenty twenty one. Oh, okay. See, it, it's okay. not 2021 yet because it sure feels like it should be. It's been a long Corona. Yeah. James. Yeah. Yes, sir. Question for you. Yeah. Is Bill and Ted face the music more sci-fi than 112263, even though you don't like it? I like it more than 112263. I can tell you that. Uh, let's see. There's time travel involved. There's a ripping of the space time continuum. 
Uh, there's a fucking robot that shoots lasers. 112263 has none of that except time travel. And it's basically just fucking the wardrobe movie. What is it? The witch, the, well, the lion, the witch in the wardrobe. That's it. Cause you just walk through a closet and boom, you're in Narnia. Uh, yes. Uh, Bill and Ted face the music more sci-fi than 112263. All right, Rob, you got a haiku for us this week. I do. This one is titled Three Pete. Carlin still gets paid. At least there was a phone booth. Hotter wife's this time. <laughs> okay. All right. Well. Hey, who's doing the uh, uh, who's doing the haiku next week, Jason? Oh, I'm still going to write it and then I'll send it in to somebody. <sighs> Wait, we got canceled. No, you got canceled. I mean, yes, yes. See, now I'm I'm getting. Uh, I'm getting mixed signals. No, you're not. You got the right signal. We, we oh, okay, don't be good. here. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Don't be here. I mean, it's just right. hypothetically, we were talking. If oh, we were to have a yeah. show, like next come week. back, you know, like if you're going to do a reunion tour, yeah, something would like do that. It? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Well, just keep in mind, if somebody else other than me does it, I am suing for the name of Satis. <laughs> okay. Good luck sure. with that. <laughs> yeah. Who's got awards? Oh, I yeah. do. All right, Rob, who's got your black lung? Uh, my black lung is going to go to Dennis Caleb McCoy for vaporizing himself. <laughs> okay. Uh, James? Yeah, I'm going to give it to Rob Ott uh, for vaporizing himself. <laughs> Rob Ott. <laughs> uh, you mispronounced robot. Did I? You did. Mm, did I? You did. Yeah, okay. so I'm not going to, you know, do the gymnastics for giving it to the robot. I'm just going to give it to uh, Honorary Doc Cottle on this movie. Uh, James, who's got your head lush? Bill and fucking Ted. Because they were drinking at uh, <laughs> Dave Grohl's house. <laughs> okay. Rob? Uh, I gave it to Ted for rocking the, do uh, the dad bod and vodka. Okay. Yeah, mine's going to go to Ted, too, because in multiple timelines, that motherfucker was slamming down drinks. Whenever they went two years in the future, he pulled out a hip flask. He was downing vodka uh, five years into the future. So he's going to get probably one. when he was an old man. That was a that was probably an IV of something. Yeah, probably an IV of gin or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rob, who's got your player? Missy. <laughs> okay. James? Freaky deaky. I mean, think about this. Just think about this for a second. All right. He convinced somehow Missy to marry him, even though at one point she was his stepmom. Like, there are, there are pornographic movies that are made around this scenario. And he did it. He pulled it off. He did yeah, what might be considered the impossible. Uh, it's not that hard. They make lots of pornos about it. <laughs> and Rob would know. He would. Now, the question is, did he steal her from his dad or had they already been separated? Uh, no, no. She moved on. You know, they, you sure? Apparently, she changes husbands like she changes her underwear. Wait, were you waiting the whole episode for that lame joke? No. Uh, that one just came to the top of my head right Off now. Off the fly. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, mine's going to Missy, too, for making it 
two thirds of the way around uh, the uh, Logan family. All right, James, who's got your purple hippo? Uh, my my purple hippo. My purple hippo award is gonna go. I'm gonna give this. I, I've been debating. Was I gonna give it to the to the robot when he had you know the the the, the, the guilt the guilty conscience? Was I gonna give this to Bill and Ted for <laughs> like at the end uh, of their lives seeing their young selves? Like I was gonna give it to the. No, I think I'm gonna give it to Death because when he was waiting for that apology from Bill and Ted. You could feel, you could feel it. Like you just knew he was having, I mean, death was having a, an out of body experience. He was just, that's, he was, he had been waiting so long that when it, the moment finally came that Bill and Ted apologized, uh, he just, his mind was blown. Okay. Rob? Uh, so mine's really easy. Um, my purple hippo is going to Crowley for thinking that his purple hippo made sense. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, yeah. I was going to give it to Summer uh, as a, you know, the default, but thank you, Crowley, for allowing me not to have to do a default. Hey, that's what I'm here for, Rob. Yeah, fair Podcast goal. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about Purple Hippo, and nobody really went through a a trippy experience. Everybody just seemed to kind of take everything that happened in this movie in stride. I mean, even the people that were yanked out of historical periods just were oh, like, yeah. they were all cool with it, but they were kind of like that throughout the entire series too. So, well, yeah, their dad was like, uh, or Ted's dad was like, look, man, you didn't travel through time. You didn't, you, you're not going to save the world. That's, none of this happened. And then he's in hell and he's like, huh, Oh, it all happened. I guess I was wrong. Yeah. He, he made one giant, giant leap. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, mine's going to, to, uh, River. River Tam. Tam. Yeah. Yeah. If I would have remembered River Tam, I would have given it to River Tam (laughs) instead of trying to come up with some convoluted scheme to somehow give it to death. Nice. All right. Well, we are at a point where we need to pick a movie for next week. For a hypothetical episode, yeah. For a hypothetical, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a what is or what if scenario. You know, what would have happened? We were gonna record next week. What movie might we be recording about? Right. So I need to know from you two. Well, Rob's not going to be here, so I think it should just be me. I mean, I mean, none of us are going to be here. You pick. You pick the number. I will. I will say stop. Fine. All right. In honor. Of Bill and Ted. <laughs> 69, dude! All right, Rob, let me know when to stop. Stop. Please be Waterworld. Please be Waterworld. If it's Waterworld, we're picking again. <laughs> if it's yeah. Waterworld, it is canceled. Oh, this one's going to be fun. Ah, oh, oh, shit. It's well, you're probably... not going to be here. What the fuck does it matter to you? There's still a chance I could be, so oh, you know, I'm gonna. No. I, I was planning on watching. No, you can't be case. here. No, Shut up. I'm no. telling you, I am going to show up in the middle of the recording and say, "Hey, what's up, guys?" That's it. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. All right. So next week we are going to review the movie where, in order to foil a terrorist plot, 
an FBI agent undergoes facial transplant surgery and assumes the identity of a criminal mastermind who murdered his only son. The plan turns sour when the criminal wakes up prematurely and seeks revenge. It is 1997's Face Off with John Travolta and Nick Cage. We just put that on there. (laughs) Yes! 69! Wow. Gonna be fun. I am looking forward to this. I'll be there. Gina Gershon. No, you won't, Rob. It's, yeah, well, it is my vacation away from you. Next, <laughs> too bad. No, 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 no. 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 Look, you want to jump on and be like, "Oh, hi guys, that's fine." You pre-record it before you go to whatever bullshit it is you got to do that you won't be here. Okay, I and said then we'll there just was edit a it in later. No, you know what? There's chance. a chance that monkeys might fly out of my ass. <laughs> There's no you better, chance that you're you better show start up stretching. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be a fun, fun show. That's going to be amazing. I love that movie. Such a good movie. It is fun. I mean, it's ridiculous in its premise, but it's still a lot of fucking fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This was one of my favorite movies. It's 90s fun, man. That's the best kind of fun. It is. It is. All right. Well, that's got it for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Podcrawl music is Snack Picks My Machete. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord, on Twitter at Citus underscore podcast, or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Patreon. And be sure to visit Creative Brain Candy for more great shows and other creative works at creativebraincandy.com. For this week, I am Jason. I am going to watch Face Off with Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman as the faces. <laughs> Remember, folks, next week is going to be the best episode ever because <laughs> fucking Rob's not going to be here. It's going to be great. It's going to be nothing but podcast fucking gold. And yeah, we'll talk to you next week. That's what you think. <laughs> you know he's gonna fucking show up now. Oh, you I am. Know him. I'm Just, gonna you should make... have said it was Waterworld, and then it, like you've been like, oh, my bad, my bad. It was, it's it's a good sure. movie. I'm gonna make it happen. <laughs>